Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm a journalist, author, broadcaster, and interviewer. But before all that, and through it all, I remained a fan of Elvis Presley, and someone whose worldview was so undone by the man's death in 1977 that I spent decades talking with fellow Presley fans and people who knew the man to try and determine basically how it all went wrong. In 2018, following all that, I made a one-hour documentary for RTE Radio 1 called Conversations About the King, and I was delighted when it was nominated for a Nimro Award in the Best Music Documentary category. What follows is a tiny clip from that documentary, which I have previously uploaded as a podcast, but I want to add another tilt on the exchange you're about to hear. Since uploading Conversations About the King, I've rediscovered and turned into a podcast part of a 1987 interview I did with singer PJ Proby, and in it, he agrees with the view that Elvis started out, as I say in this clip to Sam Phillips from our conversation two years later, wanting to be either a gospel singer or a pop singer, and that in terms of the latter, he wanted to be basically another Dean Martin, a crooner. But Sam, who'd famously said he wanted to find a white boy who could sing like a black, pushed Elvis in that direction. Provi even suggests that on that famous day Elvis made his demo singing the ballad My Happiness, Marion Keisker, who worked at Sun Records and recorded the demo, told Elvis that this is what Sam was looking for. One wonders what would have happened if instead of signing with Sun Records, Elvis had been accepted by the gospel group that he had attempted to join, but who had rejected him saying he couldn't sing, or some say that he couldn't sing harmony. Either way, as I say in conversations about the king, and I believe, maybe even instinctively, Elvis then went on to sing Arthur Crudup's Loping Blues, That's All Right Mama, as if it were a joyful gospel song. Then again, maybe his joy also came from the fact that after weeks of trying to find the sound Sam wanted, they'd finally got it on That's All Right Mama. By the way, if you want to read my full interview with Sam Phillips, which I will upload at some point and turn into an ebook, check out joejacksoninterviewer.com. Well, that's all right, Mama. That's all right for you. That's all right, Mama. Just any way you do that's all right. That's all right. That's all right, Mama. Any way you do. Uh, what happened on that is that the sessions that we'd had are what we call woodshedding, you know. Uh -huh. Uh, that uh, I put Scott and Bill with him and they'd go and rehearse and they'd come and say, we believe we got something. I'd listen and in my opinion, if we had it fine, because God, I was looking for it each time, you know, but I would send them away, but I'd send them away in a manner that I could hear a lot of great potential, but we weren't there. And uh, that's all right. Mama was uh, something that he cut out on in the studio. See, playing around after we were getting ready, just stop. Not, a, said, not at your suggestion. Not mm -hmm. at your suggestion. Because huh? someone said now that you came in with the record and said, do that. So that's no, okay. No, no, good. No, 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 no. Well, I'd like to address this because if these are the, the myths that are gaining currency, it's better to throw them out the window by addressing them. You know what I mean? It's the suggestion that Elvis Presley came in and wanted to be either a gospel singer or a pop singer. And you had a vision of delivering black music to white people, and you made him go along with that vision. No, I didn't make him. I influenced him. But uh, no, I, I convinced him. I didn't, but you know, I, 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 the way I dealt with it, I was in charge of the sessions. Right. You understand? 
but I didn't go in dictatorially and, and, and say, you can't. Never. But you were a very strong individual. No very strong. And they were very young boys. And so very they... young, and they knew damn well that I knew what the hell I was trying to achieve because I took the time to explain, just like I am with you, and you getting impatient. I'm not getting impatient. Do you think I'm getting impatient? No. But, hell, you taking up too much of my time. I'm trying to tell you okay. uh, uh, that I ain't going to write a book for you. I'm giving you some stuff that is that is unbelievable, but totally believable. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. And, by the way, despite Sam telling me there that I was taking up too much of his time, he then went on to extend the interview himself, which took place in his home in Memphis, by two hours. And I interviewed him at least on two occasions more. We even became phone buddies. And to think it all began with me, as I say in conversations about the king at the age of 10, reading Elvis Presley's life story and saying to my mother, one day I'm going to Memphis, Tennessee to thank Mr. Phillips for discovering my hero. Thanks for listening. Don't forget you can read the full interview at joejacksoninterviewer.com.